What's going on? Wednesday, Williams and Bloom here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Some of you potentially could be watching live on the uh, the YouTube. The YouTube. Yes. The Twitter. The To, to quote Paul Rhodes, the face page. Remember when we said that in that I, press conference? I, I, I do. Man, press conferences used to be a little more interesting. Press conferences have really kind of lost their mojo. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, well, one the you know the coaches don't say anything, or at least Matt doesn't. But two, it's like once we started getting Twitter and like you're, it's kind of like that Monday night coaches show, right? Like that used to be the only place that you could find like information because uh, uh, unless you had a newspaper, right? Coming well now it's like just it's just constant, it's like, constant, constant information. Week. Yeah. Well, How are you? I've never been better. Never been better. I uh, sorry, I flipped my computer on there. A little echo. No, I'm I'm good. I'm ready for football. Uh, we are presented, of course, by MacDyne, the MacDyne Corporation. I'm I'm ready for Saturday, but I I'm just getting in the mode because I went to Minneapolis. Yeah, you crushed a beer can on your head. I think you're getting too old for that. I'm just speaking it's for tradition. The funny part is you're two and all when you've my done wife that. was giving me shit about that. She and should. I go, well, that's what Carper and I do at a Vikings game. <laughs> we've done that every time we've we used to have season tickets like these people. That's what we do. I think you age out of nah, some. Do habits. you, though? You know well, how not, I am when not, I when I get to the were you in a good were you in a good mental like you, you look like you're having a great time. It was awesome. So this is where I want to lead the yeah. show. Yeah. Is the Brock Purdy thing. Brent, I've, I felt like I was at an Iowa State bowl game. Seriously. Because it the looked amount like of it Iowa on, State fans there. On social media. But I didn't know if that was just because it was who I'm following. It was insane. Hmm. Walking through like the corridor of U.S. Bank Stadium. Iowa State gear everywhere. Really? Yes. So it wasn't the, just Niners fans and Purdy jerseys. No, it the, was the Iowa drive State up. Yeah. Cyclone plates passing you. That is so cool. And I'm in the Cyclone Fanatic truck. So they, they see it and they'll throw their Purdy jersey up in the window. Yeah. So then, you know, I'm starting to get a little bit, a little prickly. Where, where's the Kenny Wongwu jerseys? Why is it only Purdy? Yeah. Where's the Wong Wu support? Why aren't people going up to watch Ken A? They're four hours away. Yeah. Uh, but no, it it was incredible. And you knew how big of a deal Brock Purdy was going into it, no doubt. It really hit me upside the head with how iconic he is, though, among Iowa State fans. because So they have a really cool area outside of U.S. Bank where there's a stage. So there's okay. like concerts going on and there's beer gardens and there's there's all sorts of stuff to do. And we spent a good chunk of time right out in that area. I bumped into our old friend Adam Gray. Yeah. He had his whole kids. You know how big of a diehard Vikings fan is? They're all wearing Purdy jerseys. I think it's a, the Vikings fandom had probably has taken a step back because of Purdy. Well, I mean, I've never really had a, another team that I would stop my day to watch. On a Sunday, but I do now. Right. And I'm like that with the Jets, too, frankly, because I like watching Will and um, and Brees. 
and I and I probably would be if, if Xavier would ever really get up there because I really just like him. He right. did a podcast for us. I got to know him really well. But anyways, the Purdy deal is next All level. It is next level. It is iconic. It's Hoiberg esque. He might be the most popular. Well, him and Niang. Tyrese. Niang is a different type. Niang is popular because of his charisma. Because of, because, and because of his career at Iowa State. Brock's Purdy, taking on another level. Well, Purdy's doing this deal that Iowa State fans had never seen before. That is, that's a fact. Yep. You know, you're dead on. And the crazy thing is, he's literally the lowest paid player in the NFL. For now. I got. I think people assume, oh, Brock Purdy's having all this success. He's only making seven hundred thousand dollars, which I get only, right? But he's in not exactly a cheap area to live. I think he's living with a roommate. So hopefully for him, this leads to those massive. What what did uh? I mean, what is Mahomes getting like fifty million he's, a year he, next year? I think he's at sixty million. Sixty a year. million it's on a an year. Escalator. I mean, that is yeah. unbelievable difference. For a guy that's been unbelievably productive, he's only at the minimum. And I, and I must say too, the the narrative that Purdy's like toast after the last two weeks is is crazy. I thought he played great Monday. He did. The one throw was got got away from. He him. had one bad pass. He yep. had the bad look where he was going down and didn't quite know what to do with the ball. One of the interceptions was on the receiver. He's without the best tackle in football and one of the five most explosive guys in, in Debo Samuel. He's fine. You just have to go into it with Brock knowing people get weirded out by this. It's not a negative thing. It's it's not, um, oh, he's a system guy, so he would suck anywhere else. He does happen to be playing. This is why I'm such an air raid guy. This is it. This is the reason why. Because in that system, it values accuracy and right. it values your brain. Right. And that's what he's good at. It, you don't need a John Elway arm to play for Kyle Shanahan. This is why the other guys didn't work and that Brock is. So, like, if if that kicker from Michigan makes that kick against the Browns, then they win last week, right? And, like, this is all so grossly exaggerated. It, it's the, the media, the national media is just, like, they're waiting for looking for a reason yes. to pounce on him. Yes. It's... Yeah, he he's an easy target just because he's and there's a reason why Kirk Cousins is playing the best football of his life. Why? Look at his coach. Look at the system. They're down the best wide receiver in football. Their tight end gets hurt every other play. And you're with a rookie wide receiver and a guy named KJ Osborne and you're out there throwing for 480 yards or whatever it is. It's it's not just Brock Purdy who benefits from a system. This is why we are proponents of air raid and, and that type of deal. I, I truly believe if Brock was a first or a second round pick and from an SEC or a Big Ten school, nobody talks about he's coming back down to earth. Completely correct. It's just because he's the last pick and he went to Iowa State that they're just waiting for him to fail. I was he's ru- not going to fail. The guy is going to stick around for a long time and make a lot of money. I was running through pro football focus and Brock's numbers are really good still like still like he he didn't play bad the other night that's the thing at what point do these guys start getting credit for being really smart and not an idiot playing quarterback that's what we're morphing into the game has gotten way sophisticated it's not about how hard you throw a ball it's 
You have no. to make a read before the, well, the snap. It's did. like your favorite sport, baseball, right? Like analytics came into the game and it changed everything. Well said. It's not just physical talent anymore. No. It's how do you how do you absorb information? Football's football's like that. That's why I like this Rocco Beck. Like, I, and I got a stat for for you on him. I'm gonna I'm bringing the stats. You, man, you are prepared today. What got into you? By the way, Brock uh, makes eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars with bonus applied to that as well. I want to thank a couple of our great sponsors here before we dive into Iowa State Baylor Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. Something you can start to think about really for the for the new fiscal year coming up in January, if that's where your fiscal year starts, I guess. Whatever. It's a fresh start. Get the that, hell out of your house. That would be a calendar year. Fiscal year. Calendar year. The fiscal year July is, to June. But yes. Yeah. Thanks. Academic year, August. Anyway, yes. Whatever. For the new calendar year, perhaps you want to get a new office. Maybe you're in an office where, um, may, or maybe you're in a house and your dog bothers you. Maybe you have a wife that won't leave you alone, husband that won't leave you alone. Gravitatecoworking.com. Check them out. I also want to check out our friend Hope Wood. We are getting to the point in time where it's crossover season here with Iowa State Athletics. We have a lot of heartbreak, a lot of stress on your hearts. You could die of a heart attack. And if you do, your kids need to be protected. Your wife and your husband need to be protected. We would encourage you to go to hopewoodjd.com. Use the promo code FANATIC. You can get $50 off your will in a day. Iowa State versus Baylor, 2.30 Saturday. So Pro Football Focus has a stat, Brent, called turnover-worthy plays. Whoa. So that means bad throw, could have been picked, but didn't. So it judges. I want to know, can we get a deep dive on this pro? Who are these people? What do they do? Like, do you get, do they pay people to do this? Yeah. It's are like, they just watching the game? Like, it's is like it just former, you and me? No, it's like former players and coaches and they. And, and I, again, I'm not, I love, I love numbers, but who, it who seems gets like to you're a little bit. I'm just, it's like, it sounds like these pro football focus thing things come out and it's like, oh, well, this guy sucked. It's like, well... Can I make my point about Rocco yeah, Beck? Sorry. Yeah. So... Turnover-worthy plays. His average on the year of turnover-worthy plays is 3%. Wow. Which is pretty good. That seems pretty for good. For a first-year quarterback. Here's what's fascinating. And I'm going to explain why it's a good thing. Against Cincinnati, which he graded out the highest that he ever has. He was like at a 77, 78%. Really high. 8.7% turnover-worthy plays. What does this tell us? Hmm. It tells us that Nate Shieldhouse and Matt Campbell continue each and every game to give Rocco Beck more of a leash, and he's becoming more aggressive. The interesting part to me, against Northern Iowa, I think it was, it was like a 0%. Yeah, I don't remember as as one it, like difficult throw or they weren't yeah. they were not letting them do any of that stuff. Now they've opened up the playbook and they're putting more trust in the quarterback. I thought that was fascinating because I was really looking into Blake Shape and the Baylor quarterback. Uh really a, a fascinating figure. I think in the Big Twelve. I think talent wise, he may be top four. I agree with that. Yeah, I think he's really, he's been, really good. He's been he's been excellent. They've struggled on the offensive line. Uh, really have struggled to run the football. What do you think about the Blake Shape and Rocco Beck think, matchup? Yeah, I think it's similar guys. And back to our Purdy conversation, uh, you know, two guys that aren't don't have huge arms, 
good enough, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but smart. And, and again, not a coincidence going back to Rocco. Talked about it this week. Iowa State is undefeated when he doesn't throw an interception. I, I really think for Iowa State, it is actually pretty simple. I mean, you can look at it. Football is a complicated game, but for Iowa State to be successful, I actually I, I love Dave Aranda's press conference um, Who because he, he, he talks like he's a fifth grade math teacher to the press. Dave Aranda is a very polite he's individual. He's very just, I appreciate that question. Yeah, I appreciate your question. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I really, uh, really appreciate the thoughtfulness of your question. But he said Iowa State plays grown up football, which is like, I really appreciate how they play the game. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's pretty good. I mean, Iowa State's doing just really grown up things and that they, even though they're a young team, they've done some of the, the margin things, or as Dave Aranda would say, the grown up things very well this year. And that starts with taking care of the ball. That's what Iowa State does. It wins in the margins. Well, this year it it absolutely has been the case. Aranda and Campbell love each other. You can tell by the way they talk about one another. I just, I just, his press, it was just totally different than any other press conference you listen to. It's like the opposite of Dan McCartney. You know, where Dan's in there going, hey, hey, we're going to whip their ass. Yeah, Dan, 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 oh, that's a really reasonably thoughtful question. Thank you. Uh, no, it was, I, yeah, no, I don't know exactly where I was going with that, but yes, I do think Iowa State taking care of the ball. The quarterbacks are huge here it, because Iowa State hasn't lost a fumble yet. Iowa State's been really clean. The, the quarterback hasn't gotten pressure. The line got has gotten some some gruff some guff throughout this season. But the fact that Rocco has been clean is the reason why obviously it hasn't fumbled. I mean, I can't think of really a play where he's been under duress and, you know, pulled a Deacon Hill where he fumbles the ball. So that it actually, there's a stat too. That's one of my favorite stats. Like when Purdy does this more than anybody is he'll just throw the ball away. And Rocco's we're, we're starting to see a little bit of, of that with him. And there's good and point. It, it's an adjusted completion percentage where you can see that type of stuff. And that's another thing where Rocco is really that, you know, I've been saying this a lot on the Sunday night pod where Rocco's completion percentage is dropping and I'm a yes. big completion percentage guy, Yep. but I also, what this adjusted completion percentage does is it takes away drops and it takes away throwing the football away. And if you take those out, yeah. Rocco's actually going to be right up there in that 70, 75% percentile, which is exactly where we want him to be. And then the other part, that will be fascinating Saturday is if you look at Baylor, they have really struggled on run defense and particularly they gave up a bunch of yards to Jones, the Cincinnati quarterback last week. You saw Rocco run it 10 times, which is by far his most as a cyclone well, against Cincinnati five or six of them designed. I think probably. So. Yeah. And so it's, it, it is how much a part of the game plan is that because Baylor's numbers against the run are, are really not good. And they know that Iowa State knows that this is this game to me. It comes down to can Iowa State if Iowa State's able to move them up front and stop the run. This is where Durant, Dave Aranda says Iowa State plays grown up football. That's where they're going to win. And I think they can. I think they can win this game if Iowa State runs the ball and stops the run. I know it's a fun matchup with the the Baylor receivers who are pretty good against that Iowa State secondary. But quite honestly, I think Iowa State can control the game from the get go if it's able to run the ball. That's the that's the number one. That and turnovers are the number the two biggest stats on Saturday. Presented as always by our friends at MacDyne, MacDyne.com, M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. We're in the Wild Rose Casino Studios. Fueled as always by our friends what? at Cody Road. Get yourself a little uh, Iowish cream, baby, for the weekend. It, it's going to be cold. Yeah, absolutely. Worth noting, though. Let's hear it. You're still going on the road. 
And Baylor has up. not been an easy place for Iowa State to play a variety of reasons. Homecoming. I, Iowa State has not won there since 2017 when Marchie Murdoch was was on the field for Iowa State and, and Kyle Kempton, the fellas. Love the Marchie Murdoch drop. That's right. Yeah, the, He's a podcast host for our friends at Wide Right Natty Light. Shout out to Marchie. What's up, March? Baylor, I, I do believe, so I was dead wrong. I jumped the gun on them in August a little too early. I was a believer in some of the transfers probably when I, I should have taken a little bit more time. Yeah. I think Aranda's a really good coach. Him and Campbell remind me so much of one another, just the way they go about the whole program, culture. All, they, they're they yeah, very similar. Very similar. There's a reason why both of these guys, when you watch their press conferences, you know, I remember Aranda after they won the Big 12 last year going into that game saying, well, we we framed our program off of Campbell and Iowa State. And then you watch Campbell yesterday and Aranda. And they, both, image. they both yada, say yada. something similar. The, the thing that I think is important to po- point out after this bye week, so Baylor... Uh, depending on how you want to look at things, there's a full and empty, you know, glass half full, glass half empty way to look at this. But they, so they have to have this massive comeback at UCF. And you could say, well, they were fortunate to do that. Or I could say, well, they played like crap in the first half and they're yes. actually way better than UCF. Yep. I, I did notice a change in that team when they went to Cincinnati. I, I do, I am a believer that Iowa State's catching Baylor at a worse time than a lot of these teams are. I, oh, I think this team is on yeah. the upward trajectory. It's the same. It's the same thing that you you'd rather play Iowa State after the Iowa game than you do now. I mean, yes. I, I didn't realize because you you think Baylor's been around and the line returned most everybody. Apparently, they're pretty young across the board. They are, and so you're seeing them get older. And yeah, both of these especially teams are, on defense. Both these teams are playing their best football right now. And so I think this is this is a momentum game for each. I think both staffs probably feel pretty good about where their teams are as of the second. Now, you don't know until Saturday, but yeah, there's no question that Iowa State and Baylor uh, are feeling pretty good. Coincidentally, both coming off wins at Cincinnati. In which Iowa State's was more impressive. It, it was. Because here's right. I keep coming back to it. The, the run defense for Baylor has just not been good in any game. Like in zero and games. Aranda, if you watch his press conference, like he stressed that too. Like that was his his big deal that he he was like you key to this game is being able to stop I, Iowa State's I, run. It's they're allowing five point two yards per carry, which is a bunch. Like that is a lot of yards. And they gave up six point seven yards per carry against Cincinnati. Now part of that is Cincinnati does run the ball okay. It's just this is a this isn't a game for the Iowa State offensive line. I think this is a progress game. Cincinnati's D line was pretty good. Iowa State moved the ball okay, but I, this is an opportunity where you control the line of scrimmage, and I think this game could end up seed up being something like 27-13 Iowa State. Like, this is a game. I don't think Iowa State wants to get in a track meet here. You know, I think you, you try and just pound away and and control this thing old school style. Iowa State opened depending on where you look. It was a really weird line. Some books came out with Iowa State as a slight favorite, some a slight dog. It has settled as Iowa State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite yeah, in most spots. I, that's really interesting. Signaling that the overwhelming majority of sharp 
and big money is on the Cyclones here. And again, I think it comes down to everyone sees that run defense. And to your credit, you pointed this out on Sunday night. All of the analytics, S&P, they all favor Iowa State in this game. Yes. Where where are you at on on shaping? Because I I, I think I'm probably, mm -hmm. I maybe was too high on him, but I think he's really, really good. The one thing I like about it, though, is if you want to go strength on strength, and they haven't really shown the ability to run the football. In fact, if you, it's, it's, it's generally a bad sign, and we've done this before. But if your team is talking about passing to open up the run, it's yeah, generally it's, not it's a not good the same thing. Yeah, it's not a great sign. Um, but and you and you're hearing a lot about that. So I guess where I'm at is Haycock's been really good over the years against one-dimensional type teams. I don't know. Because, again, they mixed up their whole line, okay? Right. Their their offensive line, it's like week two for them, the way they screwed around with this thing after their bye week. Yep. So I'm expecting they're going to take a jump in some capacity. And Cincinnati has a really good run defense. Yes. Really good defensive line. Probably third best defensive line in the conference, unless you want to... Maybe throw Iowa State into the mix yep. against yep. the run, I think, for sure. I yep. don't necessarily know pass rushing-wise if I put the Cyclones right there yet. Uh, I, I guess, where are you at on shaping in these Baylor weapons? They have some wide receivers, yeah. but I don't necessarily know if I think they're better than Iowa State's secondary. I, I don't – yeah, and that's there. That's going to be the matchup. Uh, I think shaping's really good. I mean, you look at his numbers. He was awesome in Ames last year. I remember thinking, gosh, this guy's got some – Got some juice. Last year, names, 19 of 26, three touchdowns, 240, zero interceptions. When he's had problems in his career, it's when he's making mistakes. All of that has been last year, though. So he missed some games this year. They lost them both. Yeah. This year, though, uh, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's been sacked, though, C-Dub, 15 times in four games. That is a bunch. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. this is a game... If he does throw and he if he has to drop back and throw it 35, 40 times, which I think is probably likely, is it is it easy agu? I mean, one of those D linemen, you know, is it love it from that that as a blitzer? I would say it's going to need to get pressure on him. The secondary is great, but you cannot expect those guys to cover. That's where Oklahoma beat him. This if is an easy agu game. This is an easy agu game. This might be the Ike easy agu game. Yeah. Or maybe it's the Peterson game. I'm not sure. Maybe Dom Orange. Well, if I'm looking at a, an opponent that's Passing seventy five percent of the time, like Baylor is, you get your blitzers get your, get in there. Yeah, because yeah. I think Iziagu has mainly played on pass rush downs, and his numbers and are phenomenal they're, too. They're on keep those going up, I, yeah, yeah. So the, the, I, I'm with you. Shaping is the key. We need our friends I, at Sporting KC to start a fund to keep Ike Iziagu around. He's a Kansas cell. We're working on it. Well done. He's a Kansas City area guy. So yeah, shaping, shaping, uh, and Rocco. Obviously, we'll tell the story. So, thank you for mentioning Ike. You're a you're a man of the plugs. Um, so you act like this is my first rodeo. We just signed. A, we will just sign a partnership deal with Sporting KC. If you can see on the this YouTube. is cool, man. This is really cool. So they're this is super smart on their end. So they're working with all the regional um, school collectives, and so they're going to sponsor uh, you know up to a half dozen 
Cyclone student athletes that are from the Kansas City area, which so we're, we we're, have a lot, a uh, bunch of them. The we're still trying to figure out who, and and, and not ju- not just soccer, but uh, maybe in soccer, but football, men's and women's basketball, volleyball, and their goal is to increase their reputation across the Upper Midwest by supporting the passionate fan bases in college. So I'll tell you this: it's a really the awesome people. A lot of Cyclones at Sporting KC playoff game tonight. Apparently, they have a phrase called "paint the wall." That's what we're supposed to say at this point in my life. I've never had a favorite MLS team. Do you have one now? I do now. Yes. I'm go, sporting uh, KC guy. Sporty. But anyway, they got a lot of Iowa Staters there, so they'll be working with us, hopefully Can to I help out the Ike Ziagus of the world. Do a little, uh, if, if our friends at Sporting KC are paying attention, could we get something for the studio? Oh, I know a guy. Something yep. to hang up here in the studio. Let's do it. Get Just you some exposure. Yep. We'll make it work. We have a lot of room for stuff. I think I, I think the Cyclone fan base needs an MLS team, right? Yeah. I, th- I think we just figured it out. I agree. It's a partnership match made in heaven, Sporty. Really good people. So thank you for bringing that up. And they play tonight in the playoffs. Um. All right. We'll get into our Wiffles Hybrids Big 12 segment here uh, to wrap up the show. want to thank our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing, Kelderman.com. Uh, we had a... One of our great farmers, perhaps a Wiffles customer, went in and bought a down corn reel from Kelderman last go. week. That's great. Gotta it means it. it's working. It's the best place to for your advertising dollar. We humbly tell you that. No, it's the truth. You should go buy some Cody Road at the same time. Uh, Kelderman Manufacturing, Kelderman.com. If you're out there harvesting, getting close to being harvest, getting close to being complete. But hey, it's like I always talk with my farmer friends. Shit breaks. It does. That's where our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing in Oskaloosa come in. You just hope when when shit breaks, you don't need Hopewood. <laughs> you hope you don't need Hopewood. Something really broke. Well, if your heart breaks, <laughs> at least your kids are going to have their right. college paid for. That's right. That's I how sh- I look I at it. Shouldn't laugh at that. Just such a morbid read, but it's true. Why? Why else would you get a will? You're worried about dying. That's the only reason to get a will. W- you want to prepare the for future. death. For death. Yeah. You're worried about dying. If you weren't worried about dying, there'd be no reason to have a will. But we all die. Uh, Everybody here uh, is going death, to die. Somebody once told me death is undefeated. Hopewoodjt.com. <laughs> That's our new slogan. All right, Hope, we're death, doubling your invoice. Death, death is undefeated. <laughs> Death, that, death is death. undefeated. Your children don't have to be. <laughs> your, your, protect your children. You I don't know. Here you go, Hope. Death doesn't need to steal signs like Jim Harbaugh. How dumb is that guy? Like, if How dumb is Harbaugh for letting it happen? Well, okay. He's not going to get suspended. Michigan is going to... Here's what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to let this thing play out because Michigan's the odds-on favorite to win a national championship. And Michigan brand is good for television, so they're not gonna they're not gonna get in trouble this year. I think they put the hammer on him for next year, though. I really he'll do. go to the NFL, and he will. He's gonna be like at the Bears or like of all the things, you can't do that. You cannot. So, that is okay. that should not be allowed. It can fall on Harbaugh because he's the head coach. My point is, how stupid is this guy when he's buying all these tickets to use his real name, right, and using Venmo Public. Yeah, why wouldn't you like, like go I, on to StubHub and just buy it like under your mom's name? Unbelievably you dumb. Know, that's why he's so should, stupid. These guys—they guys, they all should be like in trouble for being an idiot. Wiffles Hybrids presents they our Big Twelve. Apparently, segment. did not scout TCU though. 
<laughs> Zach, shout out to our guy, Jack. Zach. He's he's watching on YouTube. Loves all the Kansas City shout outs. Go. We got we got Brad G over down in the Chiefs. Yeah, we got a lot. I mean, basically, Kansas City is Taylor Thummel. Taylor Thummel for the down longest there? time. Yep. she worked with the Chiefs, Chiefs. and then with uh, Sprint Center down there. What is it? T-Mobile now? I don't even know these yeah. these companies. Yeah, are. we're just man. Look, she out. Uh, is is the one responsible for the uh, espresso bar at the media area of the Big Twelve tournament. Here you go. That may or may not have put been put in place for just this for you guy. guy, just for that guy. In my coffee addiction. You know, we got Travis Kelsey wearing Cyclone heads. Jeez, I'm over it. Uh, we'll talk about him at another time. Just living off of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest athletes of all time. This Kelsey. So you're saying Kelsey needs to thank Patrick Mahomes for the Taylor Swift thing? I don't know about her. I'm talking about, so. But if he's. if he's Watching games the other night, three Travis Kelsey commercials in a row come on. Okay, let me ask you this. If you play beside Kirk Cousins. What if you're like, would Charlie Kohler be able to date Taylor Swift? I think Charlie's a good looking man. I, what I'm saying, but but if Mahomes was his quarterback. Yeah. Um, anyway, Charlie played, was active last week, but good. Had some blocks. Big 12 schedule. We get we are stacked at 11 a.m. So get the three TVs rolling. You've got Oklahoma at Kansas, Houston at Kansas State, West Virginia at UCF, and those are all on uh, Fox, ESPN two, FS one. Because Iowa State's the ESPN plus. Do we? Are we Iowa aware State's of that? the ESPN plus. Yeah. So if you're yeah, don't tweet at me at two thirty asking what channel the game is on. Yep. On there's there's a few things that come off as more annoying. You can Google it. You can go to ESPN.com. You can go to Cyclones.com. It's not my job to tell you what channel the game is on. So I'm telling you right now, it's on ESPN Plus. You're going to have to have the app. You're going to have to watch it online. Is that too harsh? No, I mean, you're just not going to respond to people if they ask you. Yeah, I mean, this was a thing like three, four years ago where you felt like obligated, like... Guys, streaming is it. here. Yeah, we're beyond Like, it. we're here. If you haven't figured out ESPN Plus yet, get ready. Buckle up. And uh, the Buckle game... Buckle up. Just on the TV front, the game next week and the homecoming game in Ames, still no Correct. Television. They six-dayed that, unfortunately. I have a suspicion. I don't know anything. I think Iowa State want... I've heard Iowa State is lobbying for a night game. Not that I wish it has a say here. So that would almost mean, I haven't looked at the, but wouldn't, wouldn't that mean you're probably ESPN plusing that? Nope. Or FS1? They have a probably, night? I think there, there's an FS1 slot. Because, because, that would be World Series Game 7. A lot of that's dictated by that. Oh, that's they, they why all those move. games got six-dayed. Because yes. Fox has the World Series. That's That'd be Game 7, though. <laughs> Who would have better ratings? Iowa State, Kansas, or the Diamondbacks, and who the hell are they playing? Uh, they are playing the Rangers. The Ra- <laughs> Is that going to be the worst-rated World Series of all time? I don't think it's going to do great. The uh, man who, that talk, yeah, I, I can't even name upset. a player for the Diamondbacks. Well, Zach Grinke still there? Oh my gosh, no. Randy Johnson. 
Corbin Carroll going to win National League Rookie of the Year. Corbin Carroll. Run, run right. away with it. Is that your team? He's an it's athlete. It's my playoff team because they eliminated the Cubs. Is uh, Kurt Schilling Kurt, still throwing? Kurt, there's no uh, Luis Gonzalez. <laughs> the the video? Craig Council. Aiden, if you can pull up the video, I you make my day, of Randy Johnson pitching and, killing the bird. and hitting that bird. It, you should be able to find it. It's one of the most iconic sports. And this bird just explodes. It's one of the coolest things you'll ever see. Uh, that would have been like 04. Keith says on the coach's show last night that Pollard mentioned he was pushing for a night. Ah, see, sources, the sources line up. Bloom is locked in. Locked in. Who do I know? Randy Johnson Bird. That happened in what year? Here we go. Here it, He's got it right here on the TV. Okay. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> All right, Randy Johnson steps back. Boom! <laughs> Never gets Show old. it again. Show it again. Steps back. Pitch on the way. Oh, slow-mo. Slow motion. <laughs> Boom! The odds of that on that are astronomical. So that happened March of 2001. <laughs> That was pre 9-11. That's like the the odds of the bird Why? flying into the engine of the airplane. Here, This makes me feel old because I remember when this happened. Why does footage from the early 2000s look like it's from the 1960s? Because we didn't have high def. My I remember gosh. taking a class um, at Iowa State. I, I believe you were in it. It was on broadcast quality. Yes. And, yes. and you had one of the first high definition TVs ever put to market. I did. You, everyone come over to my uh, apartment. We always got like WrestleMania at your yep. place. Yeah. Because we could watch HDTV. It was the coolest thing ever. This was 2006. But that's why. like, And that TV was like 8,000. Anything pre-HD just looks so archaic. Connor and I, when they show the old like Knoxville National videos and like you, you can't even tell like what color the car is. It's how, color television. How did we watch it? We didn't know any different. Uh-huh. We, we didn't know any better. Jim Harbaugh could not steal the signs back in the day because he couldn't see the pixels enough. Uh, all these people are jealous of Harbaugh. I think it comes no. down to that. But he's so much better of a coach than they are. I'm, I'm kidding, people. I don't know. I do want to learn more about this, though, because like it, it's really fast. It the seems, best part is. It seems so dumb the way that they didn't do anything to cover it up. No. So did you see Andy Staples tweet? About did they this? know they were breaking rules is what I'm asking. I, they had to know. So Andy Staples had. Are they that this. dumb? I don't think he cares. I think he's leg- legitimately like, come after me and to belay. I dare you. I I think that's what it comes. It's just bravado. At this well, point. I mean, look at what he Kansas basketball got away with. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Speaking of the NCAA, real quick tidbit, I put a big piece Ooh, yeah. on yep. premium yesterday. There might be a meeting going on today or tomorrow. If you're an Iowa State wrestling fan and even like an Iowa wrestling fan, more changes coming potentially, potentially to the gambling stuff, which could impact eligibility for wrestlers. And even like Deshaun Hanica will be in that mix. And then Noah Shannon over about, at Iowa and football. About time. But we don't know. Like yeah. there, from what I understand, you can go read the full report. I'm not going to get all into it. But there's like competing entities within the. I, I have figured it out. The NCAA is like Congress, where they have all these committees, oh, so many committees, and nobody knows what any of them actually nobody's, do. Nobody's in charge. 
The rest of your Big 12 schedule here were presented by Wiffles, BYU at Texas. That's interesting. Uh, it's interesting because no Quinn Ewers. Yeah, and but no Arch either. It's going to be the other guy. Sorry, I just kicked Aiden's camera. I apologize if that messed with you on YouTube. Iowa State Baylor two thirty as well. Cincinnati at Oklahoma State were the red hot Cowboys. Is Cincinnati potentially going to go winless? Ooh. And we, I'm going to read off their their schedule here the rest of the way. The under on Cincinnati looking real good right now, and it looked d- dicey there for a little bit. So they oh, they get UCF at home. I don't know. They have to go to Houston mm-hmm. at West Virginia, Kansas at home. I will say this I too. I don't know. Houston did great last week, but they were playing against Texas. You can go to that Cincinnati Houston game for four dollars right now. These new Big Twelve schools minus BYU, you're fine. You've always been deserving of a seat at the big boy table. And that's in Houston, the yes. Cincinnati. These game. other bi- new Big Twelve schools are absolutely disappointments when it comes to their crowds. And I, I was worried about that. But now we now have the Pac-12 like, oh, my God, there's nobody at this Stanford game. Uh, can't make that joke anymore. Yeah. I, I Wouldn't was you think that now, like, oh, you're in the big leagues that you're going to no, go and support it? Again, but here's the problem is when you're in this, when you're in the American or whatever they've been in and you win all the time and now you get to a league where you're going to lose a lot. It's a great point. People are used to winning. They don't like losing. For Iowa State, it's like... That's why I've been trying to tell Iowa fans with this new Big Ten. You don't have the Big Ten West anymore. No, I, I, I honestly... Like, be, y'all are bitching about going 10-2. and two. Have fun at 6-6. Six and six. And for Iowa State, it's the opposite. Correct. As the, as, as the schedule eases... Hey, don't talk to me about the schedule easing next year. Like, so be it. Good, good for Iowa State then. I, Iowa State has played the hardest schedule really for the last 15 years. So yeah, can we? I I would say good that you get a break. And Chris, just think about this: if Iowa State starts winning in this new league, eight, nine, ten games a year, what the the support from the fan base has been incredible. With it's going to go nuts. That's what what happens. And and Iowa State fans are at the point where sure, will they come to a Texas or an Oklahoma game because it's Texas and Oklahoma? There's some of that. But you're not telling me that place is going to get banged out at 61,500, even if it's just UCF coming to town, if Iowa State's playing Absolutely to win 10 well. games? Absolutely. Like, I am telling you, I, there's never been, I firmly believe this, the future for Iowa State has never been brighter than at this very second. This is coming directly from the bag man. <laughs> I, just, I, th- I am extremely bullish, extremely bullish about the future. That said... Says the bag man. Next five weeks, <laughs> we still need. Here we go. We still need some help to 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 keep everybody intact. Everybody gets this. Everybody understands it. It's a fact. But Steve Kemp just goes Bloom setting up a we will pitch, isn't no. he? <laughs> no, but it's, I'm telling you that, that things are things are going really well. From where we were eighteen months ago to now, <laughs> things are going well. But we got to keep it keep it rolling. Keep the momentum. Frankie wants to know. If back in the day, could we see invalid signals on the TV? <laughs> well, 
They could on replay, but there was no replay. <laughs> you remember? Do you remember the game 2005? You you may not remember this. I remember I was, every game. I Iowa can tell State you what I did that night. Got completely boned in Missouri, in uh, in Columbia in 2005, because there was no replay. And Greg Cole, I think it was Greg Coleman. Somebody had Wait scored a, a touchdown. Missouri? Missouri 2005. I thought Missouri played, oh, that 2004 was the Brad Banks game, the Chase Daniel game, and that was in. No, 2005 was. It wasn't Brad Banks. It was uh, Chase Daniel. Brad Smith. Brad Smith. Brad Smith. Brad Banks was the former Iowa quarterback. Yeah. Okay. No, that was, the, but in that game, in that game, Iowa State had two touchdowns that I, that should have counted that didn't get reviewed or something. Because replay wasn't really around yet. Anyway, look it up. Horrible circumstance. And I blame the lack of pixelation in regular TV for that case. You've been a strong proponent of high definition for a very long time. I was one of the first adopters. I remember, though, when we were in college and you had that giant-ass tube HD TV. Oh, it's massive. We would watch things just because it was in HD. It's like, oh, it my God. Like we're going to watch Channel. this documentary yes. on Starfish. Yes. Somebody oh, guys, there's the Oklahoma game on. No, we're watching this. It's an HD. Somebody back me up. Somebody has to remember that Missouri game in 2005 where I was hit. Got that was in Ames. That wasn't no, in. No, you're thinking about 04. Yeah. Lost okay. two, two, yeah, that yeah. was the one where 36,000 people showed up to win the Big 12. Yes, that was a year prior. 2005, down in Columbia, Iowa State got completely hosed by replay or the lack of replay. Pretty Is it confident. similar to the West Virginia game last year? Uh, or two years Two years ago. Was yeah, talk about bad breaks, man. That was it was rough. That was I, I felt like just got oh, highway that, robbery in that. Somebody one. who are the announcers for uh, Saturday? I mean, how you think we're gonna have our well, friend? Or because that was the you said the West Virginia game. Remember, yeah, it was yeah. uh, Brandon Whedon and um, Courtney. Courtney, I just remember her name is Courtney. Courtney, are you pulling it up? I'm trying. I don't think Matt sent out the deal yet. Oh, is our guy Sean Kenny? That's who we got this week. I hope so. He did the Cincinnati. Connor, Baylor can you game. find out who's yeah. doing the play-by-play? This figure that All out. Right, Connor. Yeah, Connor's working on We've that got right the now staff. for us. We got the staff on it. All right. Well, uh, good show. We appreciate it. We will be back on Sunday night. We will have our Nebraska Furniture Mart's Picks Pod with Tim Mullen coming up as well. I will have my social media preview for the game with my final prediction. I'll pick the Iowa State win here. But I think that I, I would caution, you can always tell the fan base's temperature by how they react when I post the point spread. Oh, we have, hold on, we have Mark Neely and Barrett Brooks. Okay, I like Mark Neely. He does a nice Thank job. Thank you, Connor. He does a lot of ESPN. You can always stuff. tell the temperature of the fan base by when I post the point spread in their reaction. This one was because <laughs> after like when the team's doing well, oh, that's it. You know, oh, that's disrespect. This is great. Which I don't think the fans truly realize. It's not a bunch of guys sitting around being like, oh, yeah. let's make them an underdog. Right. Just that's, it's not how it goes. Or. When the team sucks, so let's say Iowa State loses by two touchdowns to Baylor, and you're all pissed off on Sunday night. It whatever the it doesn't matter what the number is, right? Comes out against Kansas. That's it. That's it. What are you talking about? They've been watching the games. The reaction to Iowa State being a point and a half underdog 
to open to Baylor, you would have thought really. I didn't look. I didn't. You see would it. you would have thought that Simo was favored by two touchdowns over the Cyclones. And I'm a tap your brakes. Team's playing really well. I like Iowa State here too. But I would not be surprised if this is a fourth quarter game oh, that could go either way. Absolutely. I mean, it's turnovers. Stop the run. Who does that better? Turnovers and stopping the run. And uh, hopefully nothing weird happens in Waco like it always does. Weird weird things happen in Waco. So let's just embrace that. Like, there's going to be something that happens in that game. You're like, what the heck? Because that's just what happens. It's homecoming there. And it's homecoming. Do you know who's going to be there then? Uh, Scott Drew? Yes. Our guy uh, Chip? Chip and uh, Joanne? Yes. So quick story. This is... You need, in my younger years, do we have You time? should do an NIL deal with Chip. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's part of the Baylor Collective. I'm not pretty sure joking. he's funding the whole damn fixer, thing, probably. Fixer upper. So 2013 was the bad game. That was the the John Walters, Eric Heft, 70 to 7, legendary audio. <sighs> so that so I it was a night game. Mm-hmm. So this is my younger year. So this is I was I was 28, 29. And so Ben Bruns and I had a pretty good night the night the night before. Pretty good. We've night. all done that in yeah. Waco time yeah. too. It's just, and we were staying. Do downtown. not talk to them about Koresh. They get yeah, really offended in that. that. T- I've done that in that town, and they all get so mad. So we were at the bar uh, late into the evening because again, night game. This is what you did when you were is young. That one right across from the hotel. Yeah, it was uh, the, like the cowboy bar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great bar. Great. Great. Good place. food. Great beer. So this is back when the football team used to stay in Waco at this rinky-dink um, little. It's literally a motel. It's same pot, spot like basketball stays, right? No, this this because Baylor. Oh, I'm stayed, thinking of a different place. Yeah. Then. Okay. You, this was they 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 bulldozed this thing after this year. Okay, it was, it's bad. It was bad news because as John Walter said, every cockroach in Waco was in his room, and he was <laughs> serious. Uh, but so anyway, we we have a long night. We we crash probably one or two in the morning. At seven in the morning is this godforsaken Baylor homecoming parade led by Chip and Joanna Gaines, mm. and I'm I'm hurting, and I I couldn't sleep right outside our motel. Oh, that's brutal! It's bad news. So I, I have a this. Well, that Chip and Joanne though, they've done good things for Waco. Like they oh, kind of honestly, shit. like oh, you're great. Back in the day, you used to think of Waco and you'd think of Koresh. Yeah, yeah. You thought of the Colt. Now, now, you, now you think of that Magnolia joint yeah. that they got going on down yeah. there. What do you think of? You think of them or Kim Mulkey first when you think of? Oh, I, I think of Chip. Yeah, Joanne. That's what do I we think like. Of. We like Baylor. When you like Scott Drew, you seem to love like, Scott Drew. You seem to like Aranda now. I like Aranda a lot. Did you see Bryles got let off of the I lawsuit? Him and uh, the the athletic director both did. Not giving you an opinion. Don't send me your hate tweets. I'm just reporting the facts. They got let off on that. So I and you th- seem to have a good relationship with your guy, uh, Smoke. Yeah, Smokey. I love him. I love the Smokes. So I don't hate Baylor. Do we not hate Baylor? Now anymore? we had a real problem there a few years. We did ago. have a. We had you know, a major. When basically, like the police department was covering yeah, that, up rapes. We're not no, allegedly. We're not allegedly. Yeah. Problem with all of that, but like I, I like, think they cleaned like it Matt, up. We didn't like Matt Rule. I love this new AD down there. He's like a legit leader in the Big Twelve. He's with Pollard. Like he, those two guys are at the front of the pack. If if Aiden plays a video real quick, will the the podcast listeners hear it? Yeah, Aiden, can you find the sound off uh, fight between Baylor 
and Iowa State in 2018 with David Montgomery. With uh, oh my god, with, uh, yeah. with Col- it was was it Colin Newell? No, it was Kniffle. Kniffle and it was thought like he was ejected. Stone Cold Steve Stone Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin music. One of the more legendary moments in Iowa State Baylor <sighs> history. I, I'm day. not a fan of the the uh, gal that replaced Mulkey. She kind of lost me at the uh, Big 12 championship game last year against Iowa State. Oh, and this she's like running up and down the sidelines, yeah. yelling and cursing. I, yeah. She, yeah. So I'm still not a big women's basketball guy there. Well, you like Drew. You legitimately like Scott Drew. It's not. An I act, like right? him. What's your problem with him? Too much success. I just too just, authentic for you. I just don't know. There just seems like you got a problem with his belief in Christ. Same, no, is no, it's nothing to do with religion. Okay. It seems a little bit to me, and maybe it he's it's legitimate. It seems a lot like why Phil Mickelson gives me problems because n- nobody can be that reasonably liked and you know feel good guy. And it turns out I was right about Phil Mickelson, bad guy. Drew gave me an awesome interview for the book. For real? Did he really? Yeah, it's huh? already done. Like he. He was so gracious with but his I liked, time. I like Dave Arant. I like. I legitimately I like think Drew. I like Dave Arant. My favorite thing about Drew is for so long he was the butt of all your jokes. Oh, the guy takes bad I timeouts and he's a sucky coach. And like, he has been a mainstay for twenty years in that mm-hmm. sport. It's it's really an unbelievable deal that what he's he took over. Off. Boom! I, I, there I'm, were guys murdering I, each I, other. I, what I, do you you know? They had this cult. It's, it's pretty crazy. There's guys killing each other. They couldn't even play like the non-conference that one year. Yeah, they they didn't. They got it's suspended. in Waco. They you don't even have suspended. hotels there. They did not have. They, Iowa State does not stay in Waco anymore. Aiden, you have the video. Okay. All right. Watch well, this. Here. Glorious. Credit. <laughs> What a night that was. That was a great night. That was an all-timer. Who was the quarterback there that Brewer? Guy seemed like he was there for eight years. Yep. All right. Yeah, good show. I think we both like Iowa State here, but not crazy. Yeah, I don't go crazy. Still a road game. Still a road game against a team that is ascending. It's not... It's it's not a team that's going the other way. Right. Like, I'd really love to play Cincinnati right now. I think so. I wouldn't want to play Oklahoma State or Baylor. Bad, bad timing there. But they still haven't really beaten anybody or done anything either. You have to take that into consideration. All right. He's Brent Bloom, Aiden Wyatt, producing the show. As always, thanks to you all to watched us here live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Of course, you can listen to the show on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We are presented, as always, by Dine signing off from the Wild Rose Casino Studios. Don't forget, go and buy yourself some Iowish cream. It's going to be cold this weekend. Y'all are going to be doing some trick-or-treating. You can act like you're drinking coffee and put Iowish cream in it. It's genius. Maybe a little uh, sprinkle of the Cody Road as well. I'm Chris Williams. Have a great weekend. Later.